It's time to grasp the Word. Hear, read, memorize, meditate, and study your Bible with us. The theme of GRASP 2022 is Worship and Wisdom from the Word. Thank you for joining our Psalm of the Month podcast. We invite you to let the Psalms raise your worship from an experience to a lifestyle. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Welcome to Grass 2022. And this week we're going to be looking at the Psalm of the Month for July 2022. And our psalm is Psalm 46. I do know that most of the month has passed before we have gotten to do this. And uh, you're going to find today's podcast to be very different from the others. We're actually going to take uh, a clip, edited clip from a Sunday school class that was taught where the main theme was Psalm 46. Psalm 46, the real, what we find out is God is our refuge and strength. It's from the very first um verse very first phrase of this psalm and that that's the theme that was the theme of the sunday school lesson we're going to view and uh certainly something that we're to praise the lord for as we look for ways to worship or causes to worship ways to worship god things to worship god for of course our psalm of the year for uh, 2022 is Psalm 150 that says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord. And we're trying to become better praisers, better worshipers. And so the theme here is worship in the word or from the word. And we're trying to uh, take these Psalms to heart and incorporate them in our worship. The upcoming Psalm for the month of August is Psalm 62. And we're going to learn in that, that the Lord is the one we can trust. But today, he is our refuge and strength in this psalm. I'm going to read it to you. Then Andrew Parker was teaching the Sunday school lesson that we're going to view in which we have a few points, a portion of his lesson that you will see uh, about Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, throw the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Come behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease under the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth a chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob 
is our refuge, Selah. May God bless you as you explore this beautiful psalm with us, Psalm 46. Psalm 46 is a beautiful psalm that is most encouraging when we are in a time of trouble. Supposedly, when Martin Luther was facing trouble during the times of the Reformation, he would sing this psalm right here. And that's probably a good thing for us to do when we face a difficult circumstance where we don't know what to do. Psalm 46 is a great reminder of the reality of our situation. The reality is we have a God that is a refuge and strength for us no matter what we may be in. And sometimes we need to stop looking at the problem and look at the reality of the situation, who our God is, and realize that he is sovereign, he is Lord of all, he has all power in his hands, he is able to deliver us. And if he doesn't deliver us, he is still with us and able to help us to get through that situation. Now, we don't know who wrote this psalm. The inscription written preceding the psalm said it was for the chief musician, for the sons of Korah. It could also mean that it was written by the sons of Korah. It could be either way, just depending on that. So, But we don't know really who wrote this psalm. This psalm is written in three stanzas, which are easily identified because they all end with the words Selah. Now, Selah is a musical term, which probably means to have a rest or a musical interlude. The Septuagint renders the word Selah division, so just a division in there. So it's easy to see that this has three divisions because there are three Selahs. All right, so let's look at the first part of the psalm, um, the first stanza, verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength. The first verse reminds us that God himself is our refuge and strength. Not merely that he will provide refuge and strength for us, but he himself is who we can go to to find shelter from our enemies. When trouble arises, we can find refuge in his presence. So many times when people have problems, they blame God. They run from God. This is the opposite of what we should be doing. God is our refuge. Instead of turning away from God when, when trouble arises, we should be running to the refuge. We should be running to his arms. We should be doing that. So when we have trouble, run to him. He's a place where you can be secure. When the troubles and, and, and anxieties come up in your life, run to him. In the parable of the sower, Jesus warns us that many would lose out or extinguish the seed of the word of God in their lives because they were choked out by the care of the world. The care of the world. And when you look up that word care in, in, the, uh, in the Greek there, that can mean anxiety. It can mean worry. There's a lot of people that they allow these things, the, the pressures of the world um, to affect them. When we think about things too much, it, it always causes anxiety. When we overthink things. And that can happen with many things in the world. And we cannot allow ourselves to be overcome by the cares of the world and the anxieties of the world. So what do we do? We need to spend time in the presence of God. We need to spend time in the refuge of his presence. God is our refuge, not, not anything else. And there will come times in our lives when he is absolutely the only one that we can depend upon. 
I mean, we can, we can look at the story of Job. All his friends deserted him. His wife told him to curse God and die. There are situations in life when, you know, the people that should be there for us aren't. But God is always there for us. He's always there. We can run to him, run to the refuge. God is also our strength. Our strength is God. A lot of times we might think, oh, so what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? We might say that. So if we are children of God, our number one strength is him. God is our refuge and strength. As his people, we have access to the almighty God, to the all-powerful God. His strength is our strength. And that's an awesome thing. The strongest thing about me is him, is my relationship with him. And there are times in our lives when we will absolutely need his strength to get us through. In Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, the Lord said unto Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And there are times when we have to remind ourselves that doesn't matter what my talents are, what my abilities, they won't be what gives me success. My success will be the Lord that will help me, that will empower me, that will anoint me and anoint you because he's, he's not only my help, he's not only my refuge and my strength, but that same God can be a refuge and a strength to you. Then it says he is a very present help in time of trouble. God is not just present in our times of trouble, he is very present. This is emphasizing the fact that he's present. He's not just there. He's right there in the middle of it. God is well aware of what you are going through. He is well aware of the needs that you have. In fact, as Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, before your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. God knows what you're going through more than we know. God sees things that we don't see. He's, he's the one who made us. We may not understand, uh, you know, our, our body, our, our systems of our body, the things that we have, the medical issues that we have, but God is well aware of absolutely everything that is going on. The doctor may not completely understand what's wrong with you, but the great physician for sure does. He is very present help in time of trouble. Not only does he know, but he is with us. He is a very present help in time of trouble. God is with us. He, he can deliver us from our troubles. He can calm our raging sea. But if he doesn't completely differ, deliver us from that situation, he will still be with us and can still help us to, to receive the grace to get through our trouble and through the situation. We know that through him, we are more than conquerors. Through him that loved us, we are more than conquerors. But in order to be a conqueror, that means you have to have went through problems. If you never went through a battle, you are not a conqueror. If you never went through a problem, you are not a conqueror. But what... 
the Bible says is that through him, we are more than conquerors. That means we can come out on top because he is with us. He is our strength. He is our helper. Therefore, we will not fear. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be anxious over the things of life because we know that he is with us. We know that he's very present. We know that he will help us. We know that he will give us the grace to get through the problems that we are in. Because that is who our God is. So we don't need to, to fear. We don't need to worry about those things. Though the earth be removed. Now in some translations here, it, it says when it says though the earth be removed, it just means a huge period of change. You know, we, we live in changing times when things are vastly changing. But even if the world is removed, God is still with us. Even amidst these changes that we face, God is still with us. He still knows what we're going through. He is very present in our times of trouble. Though the earth be removed, Though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. This to me sounds like Noah's flood. Noah, because he followed God's plan, was perfectly safe in the ark, even though the, the mountains were moving and shaking and the waters were rising and roaring all around him. Noah was perfectly safe. God's hand was upon him. There was no reason for him to fear because God was with him. And God is still with us. And God is our refuge and strength in a time of trouble. He is a very present help in time of trouble. The second stanza, we're going to go into that. There is a river. Psalm 46. It lets us know that there is a river that can protect us. That can bring us refreshing in the times of storm in our lives. Now that is not a natural river. But it says there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the most high. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. There is a river. Now, a lot of times in the Bible, the river can, can symbolize God's presence, his, his spirit, the holy place. If you look at uh, the book of Ezekiel, you have the New Jerusalem. And he has a river that comes forth out of, the, uh, out of his temple. And that kind of represents the, the presence of God that just went over all the face of the earth. And that's what that brings up there. But the river, there is a river. And it says, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. Even in the midst of your biggest problem and, and, and biggest um, situations in your life, God has a river. He can have a river spring up in your life that can give you the refreshing that you need, that, that can give you the strength that you need. And you can have joy even in the midst of a bad situation. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. Then in verse 6 it says, The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. 
And I just want you to know here, if you are, chi- are a child of God, you have access to the river. In John chapter 7, verse 38, Jesus said, He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. Through the Spirit of God, we can have rest, we can have refreshing, we can have victory. But it's not through our own ability. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it is through His Spirit. There is a river. There is a river. The presence of God. The third part of this psalm is about the mighty God. He is a mighty God. He maketh wars to cease. And and who can do that? War is a reality of life in this world. And war has been around since the garden. Well, since after the garden of Eden. I'd say since the first brothers came into the world, there was war. (laughs) Cain and Abel, there was war. And this strife that comes up between men, it's it's natural to us. It's natural. Um, But we have a mighty God that he can make wars to cease. Man's weapons are powerless upon him. He breaketh the bow, cutteth the spear, burneth the chariot. It doesn't matter doesn't matter what these weapons that we may have. Nothing is as powerful or as mighty as our God. Here are the actions that we must take. First of all, come behold the works of the Lord. We need to witness the works of the Lord. We need to look upon those things. We need to think about those things. We need to acknowledge his power and greatness. Verse 10, be still and know that I am God. Stop, listen, trust God, and cease from fear and worry. Be still and know that I am God. I know sometimes our problems and our troubles can seem overwhelming. But if you can just for a moment begin to witness the Lord, to look at Him, to look at His greatness, to look at His majesty, I promise you this. We have a God that is bigger than your problem. You know, when I put my thumb in front of my eyes, you know, my thumb looks really big. I have the biggest thumb in the world when it's right in front of my eyes. Our problems can be that same way too. When that's all we're looking at, they can look so huge. But I will tell you, your, your problem is nothing in comparison to the God that we serve. We have a God that is so awesome, that is so powerful. Nothing is impossible for him. And the third action we must take is exalt the Lord to worship him. And praise him for what he has done. We will have problems in this world. We will have problems that are more than we can handle. But what the Bible does tell us is that we have a God that will be with us. He is a very present help in time of trouble. And there is a river. (laughs) There is a river. There is a place in his presence. There is a refuge in his presence where you can find security where you don't have to fear, you don't have to worry. He's got this. And if he doesn't completely deliver you from that problem, if he doesn't completely calm that storm, he's with you in the boat. <laughs> and help it, he'll help bring you out. All things will work together for good. That them that are called according to him, according to his purpose. When we're in his will, It's all going to work out for good. It may not work out the way that we think that things should. But I will tell you this. God is with us. 
He's he, it's you are going to come out better. It's all going to come out better in the end. We have a God that is with us. He is our refuge and our strength. <laughs>